0: Ioc podcast we have it's called the communication solution if you're with us here for the first time today and we are here to help you serve the individuals the organizations and the communities that you work in and you work with and to do that we have a team of people here at our institute that is casey is our director and uh leader here casey jackson then we got tammy fillet (laughs) who is our marketer extraordinaire and business oriented and the person that brought all this to you. And my name is John Gilbert. And so today we have one of our shorter uh, podcasts to address some questions that were sent in by people like you with questions and all sorts of different things. So if you wouldn't mind, Tammy, just queuing us up and we'll be looking at how to talk about this from a evidence-based practice lens, from a motivational interviewing lens regarding communication.
1: Yes, So today's question comes from Sarah in Minnesota, and she asks, "How would you redirect someone using MI when they're stuck?" That's a great question. And I think a great question to even simplify it is how to help someone when yeah. they're stuck.
2: <laughs> well, I, I think even the question is a great question in terms of how do you redirect someone using MI if stuck?" And my brain obviously it's my orientation. it goes back to how do we guide people. Because redirect, just even the, that terminology, it just feels like it's more, we need to get them back on track, but guiding makes sense. And it, the thing that I think of, what strikes me, even with that question, how do you redirect someone using MI if they're stuck, is it's the analogy that I use even when we wrote that part of the MICA manual, the Motivation and Competency Assessment manual for coding MI under guiding and what i've always used as an analogy for that is when somebody's ship is off course or stuck and the thing about being an amazing navigator in motivational interviewing is for it to be an mi based conversation you need to know what their ultimate destination is what what treasure what what harbor what port what island you know what country do they want to go to what's their ultimate destination and then you have to deal with the weather and the tides and you know mutiny on the ship or you know Staff morale, just there's so many things you deal with on day to day crisis. But to be an expert navigator, you can never lose sight. If your job is to navigate, you can never lose sight of what that ultimate destination is. So that's my construct for how do I redirect, quote unquote, using MI if somebody's stuck, is getting them refocused on what's the purpose of the interaction between the two of us. What is not just the interaction between the two of us, but what is that ultimate goal that they're working towards? And how does this what they're talking about fit within that context. So for me, it's the equivalency of the weather has kind of thrown them off course. So the topic of the day or the crisis of the moment has thrown them off course, which is natural and normal. (laughs) So how do we get them back focused on where they ultimately wanted to go? And so that's my version of, of how do you redirect using motivational interviewing?
1: Well, and I think to add to that, Casey, one of the other concepts that you talk about often is the focus mountain and how people get stuck in the trees specifically. And especially when people are stuck, they're kind of heart like circling around the trees right. at the bottom. They've forgotten their why and I've gotten stuck in the what's and yes. the how's. And oftentimes, to your point that you were just talking about is when they start focusing on their why and their values and what's really important, then sometimes their clarity even comes around on their own as to how to move forward.
0: Yes. And I'll just throw in with here what what we're talking about right now is a particular kind of stuckness that we're speaking to, because there's a lot of different kinds of stuckness. But I want to first speak to what Casey was, was getting at the very beginning and just make sure we're clear that if there's a sense of stuckness, you redirecting has a sort of connotation that I'm going to get them to, to get directed. And so that's where Casey brought in guiding and When we're thinking of guiding from a motivational interviewing lens, from a MICA lens, it's that we're trying to have their agenda be lead, their agenda for their life. So that's where you both, you know, Casey, you led that discussion in what is their agenda? What are they trying to accomplish? And why is that important? And what would it matter if this happened? What would it matter if that happened? You're literally just exploring and interviewing them about their motives that go beyond this decision right now. That go beyond the what and the how, that get to the why, that get through the, you know, trees and all those analogies we were just talking about. But I say that because that's focus stuck. If we think of engage, focus, plan, and pursue, the the processes we've, you know, Casey, you've helped with reframing that's practical for those kind of MI processes when we're training. That's a sort of kind of like focus stuck. I'm not sure kind of what matters most to me or what really is most important. I also want to speak to the plan stuckness that can happen as well, because there is a place once people are like, yeah, this really matters. I just genuinely don't know what to do, or I don't know what is going on. And the difference practically might be that, well, I could stay on SSI social security income and get my stability and security needs met. Or I could leave some of that behind and, make, and have more financial freedom and maybe more fulfillment, maybe more contribution to my family. I don't know. That could be a focus exploration of who they want to be and what's really, really most important. What if this? But then there might be a planning stuckness. Again, engage focus and plan. They might not sure be sure where to go with what decision to make. And they might be clear of who they want to be, but what do they do? And that's a different kind of stuckness. And I just wanted to speak to that, that there's a variety of things. And Casey, I would love for you, after I throw in one, to talk about kind of the cobblestones with partnering and how you light up kind of cobblestones in front of them to help get them unstuck, how you paint the picture shoulder to shoulder together and then walk in the picture. I think that would be very helpful. That's been helpful for me. But I'll just say, practically speaking, there's a variety of things you can do if they're stuck in that planning place. And a lot of it comes down to if you've evoked and they don't know where to go from here, like Casey has talked about, we've all talked about in different podcasts, there's a place for information and education in motivational interviewing. That is partnership. It's not, we would be remiss if we did not. It's how you do that. And you could do it through a menu of options, or you could do it through a sense of giving them the benefit of the doubt that they've looked into this. And so, insert some information with a you know you realize on the front end of it and there's a lot of ways to do that to help get them to help them get unstuck from the planning or the what's in the house if they don't know how to navigate that or they just don't know what is the most effective decision but Casey if if you're open to it I'd be wondering if you w- wouldn't mind kind of going into how do you paint the picture with someone or light up cobblestones for them when they're stuck in where to go from here or what to do.
2: Well, I think part of what you're differentiating on the types of stuck is what I always think of in working with like adolescents, there's a the difference between, mm-hmm. I don't know, which means they really don't want to talk about it or think about it, or, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what to do from here, which means they're literally staring at the forest and just don't know which end is up or which way to go. So I think mm-hmm. that it really reinforces your point that there's a variety of when we're talking stuckness, what does that mean? And what does that mean from inside that person's reality? So when you look at it from that perspective, the partnering, the coming alongside the collaborative nature of motivational interviewing in elucidating those cobblestones is how do I share the right information at the right dose at the right time? So if somebody's stuck, you're definitely thinking, is it just because their wheel's stuck and I just want to get them out of the stuckness so they can move forward in their own process? Or is it that they're just staring at a forest and have no idea where do I go from here? And this is Literally that's what my brain thinks of in an MI conversation of what is my role um, and what's the goal in this in this interface right now. So I'll take the first one, like if they're just stuck, like if they're just in a, a rut, but they they have some ideas of moving forward. What it is is keeping them focused on the top of the mountain and that the focus part we talked about is, you know, this these things are really, really important to you. And you have an idea of what you need to do because this stuff is so important sometimes that will just dislodge them They go you know what you're right i i know i need to make that phone call i know i need to show up for that meeting i know i need to get better transportation like they'll they'll say like yeah you're right i need to do this and literally can feel that wheel come out of the rut for a second you know and they're back on the path to what they Mm -hmm. need to do so there's that way of redirecting using motivational interviewing if they are standing at the at that kind of the edge of the forest and they just don't know how to get through it it just feels too thick for them there's a whole different part about, I was like using this example with, with diabetes, a high level of partnership is saying, you know, it sounds like this is where you were stru- stuck. Is it okay if I share some thoughts or ideas? Very MI adherent, right? To be able to do that. So that's one way to do it. But what I tell people is that's that's competent MI. When you want to move into that mastery of motivational interviewing, and this is that lighting up the cobblestones, John, the difference, the way that it sounds like with a diabetes example if I said, you know, I've got some ideas of, okay, I'm sure with you and there's like, sure, you know, what do you think I'm stuck? And I say, you know, it sounds like you've really been managing your sugars, but a lot of times at night, it sounds like you're consuming quite a bit of carbohydrates. And, you know, you've been really focused on the sugar, sugar, sugar thing and managing that. And what you haven't noticed as much that actually, when you start to consume that many carbs at night, that can have an influence on your blood sugar in the morning. And so maybe what you might want to think about doing is how about if you start to track your carbohydrates at night, if you were trying to get on top of this, that's all am I adherent that's partnerships that's helping them get unstuck. The upper level of that to elucidate or illuminate those cobblestones is shifting the narrative to first person for them, which means I can take that same information and say, you know what, you're feeling so stuck because you've been tracking your sugar so well. And you're starting to think, I, I know I heard something about carbohydrates, and I wonder if eating so many carbohydrates at night is really affecting my blood sugar in the morning. And so part of you has thought about, maybe I need to start tracking that. And maybe that's a way for me to see, is it just something that I'm missing? So that's a way of doing it where you're lighting up these cobblestones in front of them without me needing to take the expert role. Both versions are MI adherent. We have expertise. There's a reason they're sitting in front of us. It's not because it's a random phone call, you know, or somebody just walked into our office Mm -hmm. because they got lost somewhere and just wanted to sit down and talk to us for 45 minutes. So there is a purpose and a point of what our expertise is. So sharing that information, I always say in the right dose, at the right time for this individual's brain is the nature of partnership. How we go about doing it is just a level of expertise or what feels most authentic and genuine. For this individual, this living, breathing human being that we're talking to. Those
0: examples are so helpful uh, because even on a practitioner side, Casey, as you're talking about that too, I can have a writing reflex in the background of things that I know about research with carbohydrates being vilified and saturated fat actually being a huge indicator of insulin resistance and things like that but not having to necessarily go, well, could I also share with you this other information that people don't know? I could do that. That is, am I adherent? But the level of mastery Absolutely. that you're talking about I mean, is. is so subtle, but so significant in just the thousands of interactions I've got to hear of just in the coding process where you practice and you get feedback and we, we, we do that with people. The idea is that it could sound like, and you know there that's one way, and you know there are other ways that, that this can happen too. And then there's a leaning in. There's a, huh, there's a, yes, I do, or yes. what do you mean by that? What, what What's that about? There's an, an intrigue that then there could be some talk then about options that they get to decide where education about saturated fat might come in related to blood sugars. But I don't always have to be on this kind of like agenda that I to see that carbohydrates aren't the only thing in in – in this process. So I just really appreciate that, the tangibility and specificity. So hopefully that's helpful out there for those in your own setting of how to, to make that work, particularly for information, but earlier for motivation.
2: Well, and especially when we kind of pull this back together and think about the original question is how would we re- redirect someone using MI if they're stuck? those illustrations and again, John, the variance of stuckness is is kind of the first assessment. And then how do we kind of help light up that path through our knowledge or expertise to feel them feel unstuck, whether it's through helping them shift from pre-contemplation to contemplation, contemplation to preparation, preparation to action, you know, just there's so many ways we can assess and then so many ways from an MI adherent
0: way that we can mm-hmm. move forward. Which again and practically is well, what, what's this about for you? Why? Why else? What would it be like if this? What would it be like if that? For the motivation seeking, and obviously try to stay out of the question answer trap, try to reflect in there as you're doing that. And then for the planning, you know, dot, dot, dot. You realize, dot, dot, dot. You've thought about, dot, dot, dot. And really, those sorts of sentence stems, it's not that that makes it MI and that can get overly gimmicky, but when you pair the, the the intention and the quality of what we're talking about with those kind of sentence stems, it can be a little bit more like ad-libs and filling in the blanks so you can get your feet underneath you. So hopefully that's helpful for those of you out there. Nice. Terrible.
1: That's super helpful. I also really appreciate with both of you guys the real-life examples you know, I'm also a learner, and I'm sure some of the people that listen to this podcast they like to learn from. Okay, so that's what that would sound like. Okay, now I start to understand that. So that's Excellent. very helpful.
0: So yeah, thanks. great Sarah, question. Sarah. Keep come in, and where to send the questions?
1: You can send it to Casey at ifioc.com. C a s e y at ifioc.com. Well, that is
0: also where you can find uh, our online membership, where you get notified with a free newsletter. And and when we release things like this free podcast. And there's also another level where uh, if you're that interested, you can uh, get involved in skill buildings that we do and we invite you to participate. And uh, it's a good way to keep your skills up or develop skills if you're wanting to like this. And we also have a blog that, that keeps you updated as well. If you aren't already, we're on Apple Podcasts, so you can subscribe there to get notified as well as YouTube. And so you can also join our Facebook community as well if you're interested to get involved in these kind of discussions and how to navigate different things personal or professional life. And so just again, we are here to help you with being the communication solution that will change your world in all these different ways. So thank you so much for listening. And that's all I got, unless you guys get anything else. Sounds good to me. Bye-bye. All right. Take care.